Welcome to the Miranda's Farmer's Almanac. I'm your host, Zana, and co-hosting with me are Family Man and Sinister Grin. This episode, we recorded a live stage with some of the community in the Miranda's Farmer's Discord. Topic, the Grand Forum. Going forward, I would like to do these live stages more often and involve more of our community in these discussions. If you'd like to join the Discord or get more involved, I'll leave a link in the notes. Miranda's Farmers is a community focused on logistics, networking, marketplaces, and information to assist all players. And with that, let's listen in. I have down below, I think it's the guilds, right? All you have to do is apply. And then I, and to be a legitimate guild, I want 10 charters. Okay, well, that, that, that it most certainly isn't. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> it's, it's a place where I regularly use to source goons if I need them. But I, for, for any other reason beyond that, it's, 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 a, it's a leaderless coalition. I just so happen to be the general of it. Uh, it's you like have to be the leader of it. It was a special title given to me by Glitch Through Gaming. I, agree, I greatly appreciate it. So whenever I can, I have to advocate for my goons. Absolutely, uh, the Kirby Gang's been around, Jesus, since Paven, right? That's three years. Yeah. And they trust they trust me to speak on it and and to and to to gather people when necessary. Well, give me um, ten players, and I will put you your own channel. <laughs> ten <laughs> Ten committed <laughs> guild members. It's a charter, right? And then, oh, well, I'm, I'm I'm sure there's 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 a number of them that would be interested because uh, you know as well as I do that uh, a lot of these sort of things are mostly a formality that they uh, you know there's a number of different people that are in various different sects of uh, you know Gala clans and guilds and what have you and such and such marketing group uh, you know that wants to control certain aspects of the game. Um, you know, at the very beginning, whenever we're just doing you know the the first couple of islands, whenever. Uh, or at least that's how you know McCarthy describes it at the beginning is that you know we're going to do this in a sort of like tutorial island if you're familiar with RuneScape, and then move to a slightly larger continent, the effective Lumbridge, as it were, uh, and then sort of branch out from there. And the world and of Mirandus will be built uh, somewhat slowly. Like additions will be made to it over time. Yeah, start um, out with twenty zones and just build from there. Uh, I have some questions about for the developers regarding Unity's most recent, you know, fiasco and what that means for an, a quote unquote end game build and, you know, whether or not we anticipate more than 50,000 downloads because, you know, only 50,000 exemplars. That means that it should reasonably, you know, beyond the scope of, uh, of the rental system uh, should have much more than that. You know, we'd like to have, you know, a million daily active users, but, you know, the, the reality is that i don't think that any gala game has ever had more than you know i'd, I'd venture to guess maybe fifteen thousand people on a single game at any given moment um so jason uh, did address that though he uh before his friday tech update he mentioned that um the change in the unity pricing structure it says it doesn't phase them at all that he says it's not very expensive yeah, actually he did say that but you know like i i i have to i have to give some pushback about that you know it's just like well you know we're the community and we are meant to own everything in it you know save for you know the land and everything that you guys create the adventure and all of that uh the, the monsters so on and so forth things not yet claimed um but effectively the game is is ours that's 
that's our money you're talking about there. It's like, oh, well, you know, it's kind of negligible. I don't think so. Well, like, uh, they, they have to be making some money if the game is. Yeah, yeah, of course. Supported, no, no, right? no, no, so I, they can I, just I, take that out of that actually, money. I, that should I, be, I agree, should be a problem. But like, that's, that's just it, you know, like uh, what portion of it that you guys have. I don't want, you know, any more than you have to pay to you know, sure. people that give you the tools to be able to make stuff because it just it's it, it grinds development to to a halt. If you don't have any money to work with, you know, you don't have any, you know, money to pay your employees with, then, you know, then we don't get further continents. We don't get continent two and three, or at least, you know, not for, you know, considerable time longer, because presumably Michael and, and Hughes and various other members of the team that I won't bother to name. Well, moment, this is why we are all, really interested in going forward. This is why we all pay for boxes and buy the boxes. To fund the game. <laughs> but let's let's get on the topic. So, right. Yeah, uh, like, this is a good segue because this is why we have a grand forum so we can yell back yeah, at the exactly. Man this is the we're... idea of the grand forum. <laughs> so if anybody's ever got questions or wants to get involved with Miranda's Farmers, it's very inviting. It's community based. Um, you got ideas, web pages you're making, APIs. I will throw them out there. It's just to help everybody out. But I want to start doing these stages. You know, typically in the past, I did the podcast, have different people on, talk about the game, different mechanics, what you want, what you, what do you guys like? What do you guys want for this game? And, uh, you know, the grand forum kind of brings up topics of the game, things we vote on. And uh, it was very vague. Like when they talked about the grand forum and that AMA a month ago, there wasn't a, it was like five, six minutes of talking about it. Um, I don't know if they're sure what exactly they want to do with it mccarthy quotes at the very beginning it will take time for us to get it right so there's a lot of features to the forum and i'm curious of what all you guys think um i got sinister family man helping me host this today and then cal's kind of like my stage hand right he can bring them up on stage as they raise hands or whatever i'm looking at notes and trying to work obs at the same time for recording so it's just what do you what do you guys expect from this grand forum because there's a lot of like i can give you the talking points now of everything that's pretty much said in there so and how do you guys feel about it so one is like status given to better seat, like status given to a better seat right those speaking forget to speak for 30 seconds are like the kings, the art, the archdukes and the princes, you know, landowners, kings get a heavier say. I've never even talked to a king before. Right. And they get the big say of what whatever the decision is going to make. And a lot of talking about loot mechanics. So I expect that our first forum. That we vote on will be. Which loot mechanics do we want to go with for the game? So I'm. I get confused when they talk about our, our kings getting a heavier say on how the loot's going to work or or not. And I'm just curious what your guys' thoughts are on this forum. You know, you hear guild swaying votes. Like, what votes would the guild be swaying on if these are major mechanics for the game? I think we should have some sort of consensus for this. And I think everybody should be involved in this. And I think that depending on the vote, who gets the vote? Right. If it's based on land deeds or if it's based on buildings, land deeds and buildings should probably have a good say in that. But loot mechanics, I feel like all 50,000 exemplars or at least per account 
should have a say in the way the loot mechanics work. And me and Sinister had a long conversation the other night about different loot mechanics and, and what would work best. And I'm just curious what everybody's thoughts of those would be. So, you know, anybody wants to like come up on stage or whatever they think about the forum or talk about the forum, what they what they would think, whether it be. Shall we yield some time to the honorable member of the Gravy Gang Guild there? He uh, he looks like he's chomping at the bit. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sorry. I'm what now? <laughs> Trying to make it as. As uh, politically formal as possible. Let, let's hear what you got to say, man. I, I know you got uh, stuff. Uh, yeah, I. Okay, uh, so that's 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 part of uh, of of why we're here, I suppose, is uh, is to talk about the political aspect of it. Um, so the way I figure it, uh, to answer your question, somewhat in 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 order of uh, of, of how I envision it, and, and you know, not to. Stephanie Toes family and did you did you want to did you want to touch on this first or uh did you want to just let me talk and just kind of like uh bounce back and forth on it oh have at it man I, I don't mind bouncing back and forth but um let's uh, lay some groundwork so we have something to bounce off of so the way that I always and I and I hate to to always do it but it's just god damn it it's such a good example and it's just it's so hard to to break away from it. you know other games exercise a similar feature um to my knowledge, you know, there have been community votes and a number of different things that I participated in, especially the early beta or, and or alpha testing for a number of different projects. And it's, for the most part, a usually very good idea to listen to your community, ha let them have input, and that that for to be more or less an open forum in some fashion, at least in the text-based fashion, is that, you know, um, we provide you with, with, uh, with some decisions. Uh, every once in a while, and the best thing that I that I know how to compare this with is is RuneScape. RuneScape has an excellent example of of, of this done in a way that was was meant to counter you know previous decisions that were made outside of the community's better interest. Um, as as I'm, I'm not sure if everybody here is is just like deeply familiar with like a lot of video game history and everything like that. So I'll I'll do some some brief coverage on that real quick. Um, you know, RuneScape started out as as devious mud. It's just this basic, very simple 2D thing, very quickly evolved into a somewhat 3D aspect where you can change the camera angle and everything like that. And that's what we colloquially refer to now as old school RuneScape. It is effectively RuneScape 2 at the given at, at the time. And then there was RuneScape Classic. And RuneScape Classic was the old 2D version of it that basically next to no one played. As time wore on, they changed the combat system uh, in, in 2007. And everything post-2007 felt like a different game. And so effectively, the community began to refer to it as RuneScape 3. Everything post-evolution of combat, which is what the update was referred to, uh, was, was, was called RuneScape 3. And later on, they announced the introduction of, of, of the rollback to old-school RuneScape, which was would completely wipe your account. You'd have to start all over. But it, would, it put the combat system back the way that it was, Pre two thousand and seven, many people now still to this day refer to it as O Seven Scape. From that point forward, from the introduction of old school RuneScape, they made the executive decision that from this point forward, nothing happens to old school RuneScape that the community does not approve of, and so they put it in these a, a pull box 
And they made it to where at first the, 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 the requirements for something passing the poll more often than not, we're very just simple quality of life changes to the game. Could we move this tree out of the way so it doesn't like you don't path wrong whenever you're here? Can could we move this entrance to the dungeon like one square to the left? Can we do, you know, like more often than not, it were just relatively small quality of life changes that didn't really affect much outside of just like the the annoying mechanics that have been accidentally more or less via RuneScape's relativistically simple spaghetti string code that had been added in that just didn't quite work right. And more often than not, what we saw was that things overwhelmingly failed the these quality of life changes, these the polls that came down were answered infallibly no, adamantly no. Every single time, the community just downvoted it every single time. They didn't care. They didn't want anything to happen to the game at all. They were just, they were, they were unreachable. This was always the decision, no matter what. And this was partly to blame that the requirement for passing a vote was, I believe the, it was, the majority was 80% or it was 85% had to vote yes for, for something to pass. And so more often than not, you would see something in high 60s, low 70s or something like that. Things that were good for the game. Things that were like, it just outright made the, your experience with the game uh, just a little bit easier. It wasn't new proofing. It wasn't a big large scale change to the game that would have completely altered the way that everyone is playing it. There's just very small quality of life changes. They were just sort of dipping their toe in, testing the waters. And what they got back from the community was tremendous backlash. Nothing but eat a dick. No, you can't change my game. I like the way that I, I like it the way that I like it, and I like it shitty. So don't don't touch it anymore. Every time time you guys touch it, you always make it somehow worse. In the effort of trying to make it better, you somehow always make it worse. Was the general outlook and the general like scope of what they were dealing with from their community because they had already made that mistake. I don't want Mirandas to make the same mistake where we set, we have to step back and ask our community, okay, well, you know, you don't like the things that, you know, that we're, that we're moving forward with, you know, that you don't like the, the you know, the, the development team's vision um, as it were presently. So what do you think that we should do then? You know, and they started a, a different forum section where the players started offering input directly where they would talk to mods and various different things. It is very much so like the Discord that you and I interact with for the gala today, wherein a number of different times, uh, a developer or a very important member of a, of a game's development, uh, someone that was a liaison even, is there taking you know notes on what it is that the community wishes to see within a game. And we'll take those back directly to the developer and say, you know, we'll run a poll on this. And if the community, by and large, holistically, you know, for the most part, anyways, agrees, then that's something that we work on developing. It's something that we so, want to make strides towards putting into the game. Let me ask this. With that form in RuneScape, how's it working for that game so far, being involved with that? Is it is it positive? Is it going to work yes, out for Miranda's? I've definitively improved. Uh, since the early days, because uh, once you, this is this is something that I, I want to talk about, like in terms of the grand form. Well, basically, is, I'm asking what lessons can the Mirandus team learn from? Exactly. Yeah, go ahead. It's, is um, the original very stringent um, requirements for something to pass, uh, whether it be uh, 90 percent agreement, 80 percent agreement, it's too high. It's too much. And more often than not, what we were seeing was that. A lot of the no votes were from, you know, uh, 
a, a coalition, a, a group of people that were committed to just saying no, and it didn't matter what the decision was. They had legitimately formed a guild specifically for downvoting anything that Jagex had wanted for their own game. Why did they do that? that? Why would they do that? They didn't trust the developers. They didn't like them. They didn't like their vision on the game. They didn't like, the, more often than not, the decisions that were made because more often than not, it hurt people that were used to breaking the rules, people that were used to exploiting bugs or things that were bad about the code. And whenever they pulled the community, please, can we fix this? There was a large, overwhelming response. No, no, you can't fix my broken game. I like it this way. But that was a disguise for, I like it this way because I use this broken mechanic to my advantage. And there's enough of us to constantly make it so that you can't do it. Not in the format that you've set up not in the means by which that you've asked the community, can we do this? And if the answer is no, then we just can't. We just won't do it. In instances where it's better for the overall quality, overall health of the game, sometimes there are bad actors that will band together and insist, no, no, the game is more fun this way. More often than not, that's the, that's the usual rhetoric that I've seen. And I've seen this in a number of different games. I just love to use RuneScape as an example because it has such a deep and long history. Yeah. Um, did it prevail? What to, what they, to, oh, for a long time? Yes. For a very, very long time, yes. Until there were enough toes stepped on with uh, bug exploits and bans that the anti-cheating team never really got off the ground and it's it stumbled every single step of the way. This is one of the things that needs to be focused on as hard as you possibly can from the beginning, especially if we're going to actually put real money on the table, well, is, is yeah. the security yeah. and the exploits of, of various different aspects of the game. Oh, that's and a good example. That's a good example. And it's, uh, you know, this is like an AMA for the Miranda's team. You know, what kind of things can they learn from player experiences in other games, especially when it comes down to players controlling pieces of the games, players controlling voting in the games. You know, when they talk about guilds swaying votes, is that healthy for the game? Does that deter other players from wanting to play the game? Does it destroy the game, essentially? And how do you fix it after it's destroyed? Can you fix it after it's destroyed? You know, if we're talking about, you know, uh, people's crypto wallets and, or, you know, various different uh, exploit regarding progress in the game in general, if you can't use your thing the way that you would like to be using or participating in the game in a, in a well, or your, your experience is somehow diminished by the presence of a group. And we've seen this in, in just the very first playtest. I'm not going to name any names. I'm not going to point any fingers, but we do recognize that crashing was a very real thing in the first playtest because there's something very valuable at stake. People wanted that. What was it? 30 large in material or something like that. Um, People were really, were really, really interested in getting them laying their hands on that, you know, and because of that, it, it, it leads to some really grimy actions by various different groups that don't want anybody else to be a part of that. They would like that split to be as few uh, amongst as few people as possible. And ideally, only amongst your own guildmates, you want what's good for for your people, not for other people's people, right? It evolves into tribalism at a certain point. Now, I don't mean to you know insist upon and harp that you know that guild's bad you know guild bad bad thing caveman say no or right i don't 
I don't really think that it's 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 wholly entirely a bad thing to want to play a video game with your friends and and enjoy a thing and 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 care about your own people more than you care about you know some Joe Blow schmo that also happened to be logging onto the same MMORPG as me. You don't have to be nice to everybody. What I'm saying is that a lot of the time, these large group efforts um, have have interests. And those are often conflicting with, you know, yep, they can everybody, break, they can break everyone, having, everyone having fun and everyone having a good time and the game continuing to function as it were, you know, you don't want to hand too much power to people. And so in that way, regarding the grand forum, but something that I have a suggestion about is perhaps maybe we do, so, we do this sort of very, very much, you know, as, as previously stated by uh, family, a bit more politically that maybe we have representatives, not Everyone is necessarily educated on why something would be good for the game rather than something that's specifically good for, you know, uh, a very, you know, special group or or a distinct uh, group of players. Because there's a number of different caveats by which that can occur. Every different exemplar has their own special ability. Every exemplar class is going to therefore need somebody to watch it specifically and make sure that they don't become overtuned. Every single building every single deed every single aspect of the game has a potential uh, you know for a hinge point for an exploit that's just the nature of video games and if the group in question is also a member of the deciding factor by which it exists you've got a whole can of worms because naturally they're not going to want to give up you know their means of power Nobody ever wants to find out that their favorite character is getting nerfed. But sometimes I don't think that that's just... exactly what they were promoting with this because no, 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 of course not. The, the votes that they put out they, okay so they mentioned that they had six different looting mechanics. And I'm not saying that it couldn't someday gravitate towards a more comprehensive sort of community vote on whether or not sweeping change is made to the entire game itself the way that RuneScape did because again they were like you said, they were stepping back into something because of of community displeasure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, I, I really feel like um, the Miranda's dev team is building something, and they kind of don't care if you don't like their vision. They're going to build what they're building. I think what they're doing with the Grand Forum is allowing the community to kind of flavor it. So like the vote that they put forth, they said, we've, we've talked through six different loot mechanics. That doesn't mean we want the community to tell us exactly what loot mechanic it should be. It says, we like all of these. We're going to pick the ones that we like the best and let, and then we want to see what you guys think. Yep. They're still very much in the driver's seat. And that was one of the things that, um, it kind of led me to my overall perspective of like we were talking about how do you get a vote on the the forum and everything like that but that so much of it works similar to the current founders node structure like they don't we don't vote on what gala does with their money they they come up with a topic and we get to vote on it like even with this um this huge sweeping overhaul to the distribution the way that uh the the bonus point structure and everything like that we didn't get to vote on what the option was. We just got to vote whether, yes or no on the option they gave us. So I think it'll probably remain within the like McCarthy and 
and Hughes and the rest of them, that it'll probably remain in their hands. So none of it will be too sweeping a change. I don't see a single group being able to, um, not, not necessarily, I, I do see a single group being able to dominate the vote, but I don't see them necessarily making it impossible for changes um, to take place where the enti- where it would be a benefit to the entire community and and exploiters would continue being able to exploit yeah. simply because they said oh we'll never make a change unless you say so I don't see them giving up that authority yeah I see them doing major like uh, major things to yeah. the game so this would be like something like the looting right and they're going to pick like you know they kept talking about six possible looting mechanics. You know, but, you know, three of these might not work out. So we'll give these three to the, the community to vote on which ones would work. Or say, for example, uh, we got 50 zones built, guys. You know, we can work on an easy another 30 and get some more deeds down. Or we could build onto, like, say, the sea, right? So now you guys can put your boats on the sea and there's an entire sea game now. Which one would you like to have? things like that i think i see it as major mechanics so when they say like guild swain votes uh i don't know what we're voting on with that right if they're if they're major changes to the game like guild voting i don't know what what that would pertain and and it was very vague all of it was very vague what this form was and like they said at the sure. beginning it'll take time to like get it right i did like notice like if you guys looked at the uh the screenshot or the image they showed in the forum, like all the special chairs, right? There was the five big great king chairs, but you look around at the other chairs and it's like, you know, what was the idea with those chairs? Like some might be for the, the, the princes, the dukes, I don't know. And, uh, you know, the bigger say. So I'm curious if like they're letting the higher deed owners vote for having more say in this game. Is that because they, they're more, they're more invested in the game. The game, like decisions affect them. I, I'm just, I'm confused on like, uh, what, what do we personally, what, I thought, we, you know, I feel as though if, if we were to draw a line anywhere regarding who gets a say and who doesn't, um, arguably I would make the case that it, unless you own an exemplar, you're not really a citizen of Miranda's. You might visit it, um, via rent via the rental system you know you might be uh testing the waters on it but it, unless you but i'm saying the, the looting would affect you well, yeah of course uh yes it's, it's it certainly is affecting you but regarding you know who has right to sit at the table um who has right to you know to cast the vote who has like where whatever we draw the line as as far as like a, a minimum vote requirement if we were going to um I would probably say uh, if we were going to make a dividing line as and not just open the floor to everyone, of course, naturally, you know, the kings of, of Miranda's have more say. That's quite a, a political title in and of itself. Of course, they have a, a greater say. They're literally the, you know, is, is, this is where the development begins. This is, you know, where the, the rubber meets the pavement regarding, uh, you know, the initial development is what does my kingdom look like, you know, to, to the people that have handed, you know, got, you know, a million dollars for a thing that doesn't presently exist. Uh, I would probably like to know what it looks like, you know, um, that'd probably be one of the very first things that I'd be working on. Um, so, um, 
who gets who gets a say? What I, I'm interested to to hear what you guys uh, think about that. It is is do, is there a need for a representative system wherein uh, where people act more or less as 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 Miranda's politicians, uh, so to speak? Is there is there a representative group that uh, that translates for the orcs and the elves and so on and so forth? Is there uh, a, a common because uh, as as I understand it, they wanted to do the the AI. Uh, speech is it is it potentially problematic for me to be um you know trying to speak uh at a at a, at a in a grand forum setting if i were you know an elf now not everyone here speaks elves and no go ahead and sit down <laughs> not it not every not go ahead and sit down captain nero i i <laughs> if, if you're here you know, I, I don't share your your same hatred for the elves i don't uh i, I don't i don't need <laughs> pair of shoes made out of them or anything but what i mean to say is you know that there are specific you know factions and groups where you know that could be you know at least uh, on some level you know to some uh politically problematically so uh could you for example take the word of an elf take the word of an orc as you would from you know from a, a fellow metal worker um you know if you were uh, a strong hand or a, a, a jeweler at a, excuse me a, a goldsmith um, you know, if you were, you know, part of the, the larger group, namely, you know, the, the humans, um, would you, would it be acceptable to have other, you know, um, uh, other classes, um, speak for you? So, you, so you're saying we're going to be racist. I love it. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Okay. Well, what, what I'm asking is, you know, how is it that I could expect someone that does not play a hollower to make decisions? As to how we mine, how we come about resources. I get the point there. I think if, it should if, be based if, on if, who if pertains to. Follower, right? How would you know and how should you get to make a decision regarding what it is that I do with my time and game and how much it should be worth and so on and so forth? Uh, you know, how is it that we come about, you know, this particular thing? Now, granted, you know, a lot of that would probably be up to development out of outside of the hands of the community. But if it were to ever come up, you know, um, I would say that yes, um, although it's it's yes, I, I recognize problematic for me to, to talk about. Yes, it's it's is inherently a bit racist, in that um, you know your class has very specific attributes about it that are being directly affected by people that have never or will never play that particular class, and how you come about you know your experience with the game is effectively being changed by people that have no uh, perspective on that. They've never seen the game through that particular lens. They're not interested. In, uh, in in cutting wood, they're not interested in spinning clothes. They're not interested in mining uh, iron. Maybe they're you know strictly kill goblins or, in Nero's case, elves, uh, <laughs> kind of guy. You know, um, well, I think you know that's something that to to consider as well. Is you know how do we you know how do we factionate this and 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 is there a need to? I I believe so. like let me put it another angle. So say farming deeds like he mentioned. We don't, have it, we don't have it. We don't have it. Comes out less racist, please. Yeah. <laughs> so we have these. We have these farm. Farmers have these farms, and every deed has a little bit of farming plots, right? So he like uh, mentioned something about we need more food, so we raise farming plots by twenty percent. So everybody gets a twenty percent boost. Well, is that something that goes to the forum that gets voted on? And then who should Naturally, vote on that? You would expect anybody that is a true provider says yes to that. You fucking betcha. Like, do I want to make twenty percent more at, of of the thing that I'm good at producing? You yeah. fucking betcha. Well, now, not only them, but also 
those deeds that pertain to that farming. Like, who gets the most say in that? So the farming hamlets would get more say than a town of the Marquis. Because well, they ideally, have more, everybody they gets have more say plots. in that. Because if it's yeah, everybody would have a kind say of in incestuous that. enough, then everybody should get to say. Because it's like, hey, maybe food isn't as plentiful as it is well, as, as we want it to be an as an average have, player, uh, and they want that as well. An orc without that plot wouldn't get that say because it doesn't involve them. It doesn't matter. Though. But it it does indirectly because if indirectly. the economy shifts in the well, but but it's a very important shift because if, if all of a sudden it's cheaper to accomplish certain things that would require food, then it may affect them in regards to um, how quickly they can get out and kill stuff. You so, know what I mean? Like if they can... Big brain so, so plays, they, you know, there's there's another group, you know, uh, the potion makers, for example, you know, they've got... Yeah. Or somebody that owns a, a potion building, right? Uh, the, yeah. the alchemist. Something that affects them, that, right? Oh, well, oh, it doesn't necessarily affect me, but if the farmers get a boost and they come about their resources faster and if i can get a hold of this resource from them that much faster then that means that the price of this goes down and this potion is worth less than it normally was or yeah. pre-patch and so therefore if i like the amount of the, the margins that i'm getting out of selling this particular potion naturally i downvote that because even though this is a good thing even though this would make the production for it faster it does make the resources for it more plentiful and i count on them being rare in order to make money do you know what I'm saying? like this the the, the big brain there is going to be there's going to be a lot of interplay between the shopkeepers and the craftsmen the, I, because he was he was talking very specifically about that being, the way that the forges and the stores affords them a greater opportunity granted it may seem counterintuitive but there is backlash there is reason for other classes to want to downvote things that otherwise seem like they're a good decision for the overall health of the game you understand well, I this might is mention this. white collar versus blue collar situation. It is political, I'm telling you. Listen, I might mention this that McCarthy says we're not going to make everybody happy. So, with that no, taken, not, that's, that's, who that's is not gonna Yeah, that you're not going to make everybody happy. So, who does it affect the most? This needs to happen. We need to like fix the potion shops or we need to add more farming. Who does this affect directly rather than indirectly and maybe those should be the people that get the vote and then those people indirectly just need to adapt right they just all right this is the changes we need to make and, and you make your changes i don't think you can do that i don't think you can cut people out of the vote if they have some any sort of stake in the game and i say stake loosely because obviously not an investment, but yet you've bought something that is supposed to yield something, whether it's fun in gameplay or even materials within gameplay. Let's take the entire idea of extraction out it's of just it. You're, generally you're still looking at you're, you're affected no matter what because we're looking at a closed economy here. Right. This is any 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 push in one direction is going to like it's it's like if you have one of those those uh wieners that like the water wieners that if you push it at one side it will it affects the entire length of it a water balloon whatever however you want to look at water it wieners. Dude, okay yeah all right those so like back in the day maybe, maybe i'm too old you guys didn't know about those <laughs> <laughs> oh, so let's say wait wait pool noodle no 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 no, 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 no. Uh, uh, yeah i'm, I'm... all right let me I'll sorry, sorry small comedy break. what let me say this so... <laughs> what did he say <laughs> water balloons so let me say this. So should the team just be looking at like if your account holds, holds an exemplar, should you get in a vote? 
and I'd like yes. to know. I'd like to know this. You know, just you just comment, comment it below if you guys think of... that everybody should have a vote. If you had an exemplar in your account, because whether it affects you directly or indirectly, do you feel like you should have a vote? Whether it doesn't even pertain to you until like down the line, if that makes sense. Personally, I think so. I think. I mean, obviously, deed owners have uh, one. If they're playing the long game, they they want what's best for the game long term. But hopefully, they're not short sighted enough to realize that you know um, what's best for the average player will in turn be what's best for the game. So I think that's that's what it really boils down to. Is I think everybody should have a vote, but maybe the only people that maybe the people that it affects the most in those type of situations. Maybe they get the most time to plead their case before the forum. And that would make yes. sense now for the 30 seconds for them to plead their case. Because listen, this affects me hardcore where it doesn't affect you guys so much. But you guys still get a vote. So maybe vote I... should votes carry be heavier with deed owners if or whoever it pertains to. If it pertains to these building owners, these building owners get like, 10 votes compared to your one because it affects them directly. I rather think than boosted indirectly. vote, that's an interesting think, idea. You know, the, the people that it affects directly um, should maybe have the opportunity uh, to like apply uh, and, and speak, you know, uh, maybe for a very short period of time. And that way we can effectively have uh, politicians, people that are well-informed, you know, that are, that are people that we often trust to speak. That would be a cool dynamic too. That would be awesome to see. Like, um, yeah. But everyone should get a vote yeah. um, on grounds that it counters that, that that sort of aspect where you know if we're only allowing people that you know something a decision directly applies to to vote well then we're right back to the same you know uh uh what's the, what's the analogy here is is, is that a, is a, a, a congress or a government run by wolves naturally always <laughs> vote to eat the sheep right? well like, it's like what so, jason said too it's like senate be deeds how speed the splurs, you know, and then how complicated you guys want to make it, right? No, no, no. Actually, actually, that is that's a really good segue. I, I was I was remarking before we got this going uh, that I I managed to see something when I was reviewing the the video this past time. Please, um, please. Well, no, just just not not so much, but something that they said, but something that might be a good idea for us to present to them. His idea about like a like a two house system may not be a bad one, but not to have it be something where that has to be ratified by one and then sent to the other. But instead, what if there is, and, and let's not take node, nodes out of the situation because eventually they're, they're probably going to have to do that. But if you have landowners and nodes in one house, and then you have exemplar owners in the other house, any vote, you could take the absolute percentage from the one house and the absolute percentage from the other house and just average them. And so if it's something that's really, really bad for the exemplars, but the landowners really like that, that could be a fight back and forth. Like maybe they say, okay, you need a two thirds majority to pass this. And then all of the exemplars say, no way it doesn't pass. Like but you're not again you're not trying to you're not trying to extend this out you're just it's just one voting time and so maybe maybe if i mean obviously many of us who own land also own exemplars maybe maybe we have to choose which side we're going to vote for maybe we get to vote for both doesn't matter the point is that um once they if, if they do have that two-party system there will be the sense of representation from the from the people that only have the exemplars versus the wealthy landowners who are 
often perceived as the evil ones that are only trying to um, extract or, or suppress the, the ability for the other people to enjoy their game. I'd, I'm open to thoughts on that because at, when it hit me, it sounded like a really good idea. Um, anyone see any flaws in that? Not when, I mean, I feel like a lot of the vote content is going to be kind of what y'all were talking about. You know, the team's going to put out two pathways that they could see being being the best route. Um, so it could go either way. It could it could go, well, you we both find what's best, or it could just be gridlocked to where nothing ever gets done. It's like having, you know, a, a blue president and a red vice president. I don't know if we could all agree <laughs> on something, or if, if nothing gets done for four years. So hey, the kings <laughs> will tell us what to play. do, man. You know, and that's that's well, that's, that's a great uh, analogy. You know, I, I I don't know about the rest of you. I'm looking at you, lucky Canadian. <laughs> but I'm in the United States, and I do not like my political system. Now, I, I greatly, I, I, I'm sure that no one does, that there is not a country in the world where, you know, anybody is just, oh, well, you know, the, they, they always make the right decision. Nobody really feels that way about about their system of government. You know, like, like we've stated before, nobody's we're not we can't make everybody happy that's 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 not what we're reaching for we're hoping for ideally you know like pretty high numbers of agreement right so if you guys had a um had a number that you that you really <laughs> i just saw the eyes from lucky uh uh <laughs> if you if you had a number that you were gonna that you were gonna draw the line at what do you think should be considered a passing vote um, and do you think that the, the, the size of the decision uh, should matter in that way, you know, that, uh, that we should scale that up or scale that down accordingly um, to the scale to, would be interesting, way, depending the on the importance of it. Yeah, yeah, I think depending on the importance of it would matter. I also do like, you know, the direct and indirect factors as well as like what who, I mean who's does impact the most gets the most votes. 50% sound too low or too high. I mean, it depends on what it is, right? Uh, well, I, I mean, for for a decision to to pass, be it large or small, a change to occur in the game, everyone gets the vote. So we're avoiding the you know the the lion's share of uh, you know potential sway regarding you know the people that it applies to the most. Naturally, they're going to you know want. Listen, let's say this. Let's say this. Official- 50% 50% no even 40% 49% no as a lot of people don't like this change right oh, there's a that's lot exactly. of people that impacts right so you and would probably want something like 80% positive for it to go through on and here's, on, on some here's, factors here's the real crux here's the real crux 80% of what exactly it depends if not on everybody who shows up, who's an if not everybody no. shows up to the particular. Oh my God, he's here! I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you um, if if you had everybody in on it, like say there was a maximum of fifty thousand votes because there's only fifty thousand exemplars, um, you know, is that the baseline for which we determine you know what eighty percent is, or if it's is it based off of you know whoever cared enough to vote whoever didn't abstain. And so there's only, you know, oh, only 8,000 people voted. If, you know, yeah, um, 7,500 of them said yes, 
because it directly applied to them. And then we, once again, we're back into the same sort of situation. Yeah. What's the total but, number? You're asking what's the total matter. number? Right. That's a good question too. What's the total number? I mean, we can spitfire all day long. I already have some ideas in my mind, but it's kind of worthless to promote them because well, well hold them in your head hold them in your decision. head because i want to hear them. Oh, oh no i'm interested in hearing sure. from you. yeah sure. let, let's hear from lucky first let's, yeah, let's see what lucky's got to say and then let's go yeah to lucky that. let's go to that welcome to the stage bud <laughs> fucking a buds <laughs> i i i believe that I'm if you do it buddy, if you yeah. do it per exemplar some people like rusty over here owns like half the exemplars <laughs> so he'd have a lot of the votes probably so all else i think I, I believe that, like, if you own, like, land in that, you should have, like, a higher vote than just the exemplars, you know what I mean? Like, but, what, but what's yeah. the vote pertain to, right? If it, it, I think I feel like that's important. I, like, what's the vote aimed maybe towards it's... that it has nothing to do with deed owners? Does it impact yeah. them directly or indirectly, and how much say should they have in that vote? What do you think? I, I think I think deed owners should always have a say because, like, you got to remember, a good game requires a lot more money in order to produce, right? So, you, the the landowners, the deed owners, they're supporting the game a lot more than per se, like just the exemplars, right? Well, they so supported they the game have... in the past. Who's supporting the game now? Are you buying boxes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> But I understand okay. what you're saying now. Here's a suggestion. Um, in the same way, what's once again, you know, I, I, I prefer to believe that we're trying to achieve the sort of uh, fishtail scene. Uh, are you happy? No. Are you happy? No. Deal. Right. So <laughs> we're trying. We're trying to get to that. Um, and it's a very a King Solomon esque sort of situation where we sort of split it down the middle, where you know. Uh, is everyone happy? No, but everyone, you know, we, that we at least reached a compromise. Here's a potential suggestion. Um, exemplar owners and deed owners, uh, building owners included, um, get varying degrees of weight added to their vote. So say, for example, you know, everyone gets to vote. Everyone gets, you know, one. Anybody, you know, from a very, you know, from a particular uh, gala account, um, even ones that you spin up, I don't even give a damn. Um just say for the, you know, for the sake of things uh, that they get, you know, even bot accounts that, you know, you spun up a thousand of get one vote. Um, what, how much greater do you suppose a building owner or deed owner or an exemplar owner um, say or vote should be worth more 10% so that you have effectively 1.1 vote? or a deed owner owns, uh, you know, is therefore, you know, uh, has their vote is worth effectively 50% more in terms of weight. It's a 1.5 vote. If they say yes, it counts as 1.5 of a vote rather than, and if they say no, it's a 1.5, right? So on and so forth until you get up to the citadels where it's like, oh, well, if you own a citadel, a citadel your vote is worth 100 votes or something like that, you know, something. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be as egregious of a jump as I, you know, as I just outlined, but, you know, for the purposes of, uh, of waiting things, that is to say that, um, you do have a say, but your say is worth slightly more because you're, you know, it, it involves you is one thing, but to, as family man put it earlier to, to have a stake in it is another. Yeah, that's true too. I don't think you can, I don't think you can give a vote to someone that hasn't purchased something. And I don't mean like 
maybe some like some wheat or something that like a one shot either a an exhaustible nft or just a like a, a database purchase i mean you actually have i think you should actually have to own something ownership means citizenship i really prefer that idea if you're higher um, than level 10 you uh, have, okay you i mean you can put some stipulations there too yeah, yeah in order even, to like even if you just or, rented you've still had some level of experience within this game it matters to you on some level now if you're level one go fuck yourself you don't even know what you're talking about like you know no i think there also needs like we found it in in champions arena already and this was a flashback to the town star migration days when those guys were moving crane bots and haunted towers around um they have to restrict what happens with the nft so that people can't migrate an nft from account to account and just keep voting with all their their bots but um but there there really should be a sense of ownership and and i don't think rental is enough because that's the entire way that people are going to play remember they're saying that you have to in order to be able to play you have to have access to an exemplar well i'm promoting that if you don't own it you don't get to vote if you've rented one, that's great. You get to play the game, but you shouldn't be dictating the way the game goes. You don't really have any any money on the table. You haven't you haven't committed to the network. You haven't committed to the ecosystem. Um, putting in a little bit of time. I don't care if you've ground out 10, 10 levels. Yeah. You still haven't actually. Would you accept contributed them having a diminished version of a vote? I I personally wouldn't. I, that's just where I stand. And and you gotta you gotta think about it. There's there's fifty thousand exemplars. That's a lot of people that are able to vote there. That's a that's a lot of different opinions. Provided that's that a, they're all separated. Yeah, it's too easy to sway well, 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 the people that have potential. Hundred like, exemplars. I'm sitting on over a hundred exemplars, and I'm and like so. I know I'm not I'm not trying to just like say that for myself. What I'm saying is that ultimately, do I really want to have the responsibility of a hundred exemplars? No, I'm probably I, initially I bought them for my guild. The idea of being able to outfit anybody with what they wanted to do. I'm probably going to wait for the right time to start making them available on the open market to other people so that so that it's it's more just distributed or decentralized or however you want to work at that or, or to look at it. So I'm not I'm not trying to um, present a situation where where people that can stockpile a bunch of these NFTs can can sway the vote. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to look at it realistically that it doesn't make sense for someone who has just played the game even even for 10 levels or whatever even even for a little bit just playing the game shouldn't give you the option to say something about it if you want if you want to actually tell us what you think about it in a way that's substantial you need to buy something and that, that could be something that could be easily like outlined in in any for future sales like i would i would this object. will qualify you for a vote i i would object to that sort of thing, but um, sure. But, but but here's here's my 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 retort, you know, uh, as it were. I mean, there are already free channels by which um, people make suggestions and uh, and offer commentary about the game that does not require ownership, and that is via what we're using right now is 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 via the Discord. So it's not as if anyone is necessarily being tweeted out of you know their opinion or being able to you know. Uh, to, to, to speak at, um, you know, at a meaningful level, um, you know, via the discord, via uh, <clears throat> the channels that we, that we use presently. Um, so to, to think, you know, that there should be a, the, a special thing that we can only access via exemplars. I can see the need for that. 
I can see the mm-hmm. need uh, yeah. for, for for wanting it uh, as as Rusty's pork here puts it, no ownership, no vote. But what I do mean to bring up is that you know, and something that I I would ask you know Rusty you know to to consider is that you have a bit of bias in that regard because you undoubtedly do own something, and do you believe wholeheartedly that that we you and I family lucky. Punjab. Now, lucky, I know, and just how happened to have killed mo- mother multiple times, you lucky son of a bitch. But are we the greatest minds in the field? Are we the most informed? Are we the best video game players? Do we have the most creative outlook and vision for the game that is best for it? Not necessarily, I would say. I don't think that we are. I don't think that we're the, you know, the end all be all. I don't think that we should always get to, you know, have a final say. And yes, of course, the vast majority of the, the lion's share of this of, you know, the decision-making process occurs with the, the, the development team, not with the community. But we have to be self-aware of our own confirmation bias, of our own you know um, vision upon the game, and whether or not it's actually if it's if it's beneficial strictly for us, or or our experience, or if it's making something that's 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 fun that people want to participate in that people want to do because in effect the community always owns the game even with other gaming companies that you know that don't necessarily believe that is that if you don't have anybody playing it because it's no fun to do it then well you don't have a game um so once again i in in that way I, i see the need for um for for it to matter to certain people more than it does others for various different aspects, whether it applies to your class specifically, whether it applies to you as an exemplar owner, a building owner, a deed owner, if you just at some point bought some wheat, um, you know, I think it, that the nature of the game um, and how it works in various different aspects of it that are mutable and that um, could see quality of life changes and how it could change and whether or not it should be up to the community uh, in some way, uh, is very weighted and there's a lot that we haven't really seen about it. So I'd, I'd love to talk about it further. And another one of those things that uh, here's another call out, but that's not really a call out because I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't really watch it. Um, the other day I saw uh, Mr. Hammer Hammond 23. Uh, I believe it was, is, is this as IGN screen name? Yep. Uh, <clears throat> put out a video that's something to the effect of, of, of money makers and Miranda's. And my very first thought was, well, how the fuck would you know? You know, we don't, we have, we have no frame of reference, you know, uh, for, for how all of this is going to work. What is effective and what isn't, it remains to be seen. Um, and so in that way, I think the the grand form itself, the means by which that we come about the decision-making process is still very much so up in the air that we know next to nothing about the, the weight of the decisions that would occur within it, whether or not they apply to larger scale mechanics or if it's just political decisions of the means by which, you know, the communities interact with each other, whether or not it's small scale quality of life change regarding, you know, backpack sizes or whether or not, uh, you know, a, a torch should have one pixel greater in length or shorter in length or should go out shorter or, you know, at a, at a different length of time what aspects of the game should be uh, up to the community is very much so a development. Um, well, this is how but, we start is just getting yeah, exactly. our versus heard. Because right now they're just standing up the tech and they're just, we're building the foundations of the game. I mean, they, what was it? You guys have been here for 
two years plus. They're, they sold these buildings two, oh, yeah, three was, years I, ago. I, I not, you imagine they had no out, plan for them. Back in 2020, baby. Yeah. Like me and Family Man had this discussion, and it was, I think it was in Miranda's Discord, about, he's talking about the ends and the five different tiers of ends. How are you going to mix up five different tiers of ends? And just trying to, like, make each building just as important as the next. Uh, I mean, I don't want to grade buildings. I They should all serve, like, in a, a purpose, right? I mean, the higher the tier, the better the purpose. But they all, like, being diversified on different types of buildings. They should all just be equally important in the game. Whether it's a brewery or a bakery or what yeah, have yeah. you. They should um, all serve an important, very important function. Small request. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got to, I've got to step out uh, for. Yeah. Know, do your probably, thing, man. Probably, probably like 20 minutes. Um, I don't know. See if we're still here when you get back. We're just having a discussion, man. But thank you. Thanks for coming and co-hosting and hanging out with us. And we're done. <laughs> <laughs> and he's out. I don't know. Is anybody yeah. anybody got any final yeah, thoughts? I mean, we've been I, going I do actually. I have, I have a whole lot. I'd yeah, love, I'd go at it, like, man. This is what like, this just, is about. I'm, I'm it's really, just getting it out there. I'm really interested in feedback. Um, if if we're going to have a situation where people get to come in and give their opinion um, in a in a substantive way, which isn't just like discord where everybody throws their opinion and none of it ever sticks um if you're going to be able to vote um then what should be the qualifications if you're going to be able to vote then how much weight should it bear these these are these are things that that um that really have to be poured over in, in order to be able to present something that's effective for the overall health of the game. You know, you don't want to just put it there in order to say that you know it. Well, right now, it's with... with All right, McCarthy. 20 minutes. All right. With what McCarthy said was uh, he likes he likes the kings, right? The kings are the great kings. It's part of, like, the uh, the lore, right? You know, you got these powerful kings. They should have a great say. Archduke should have a great say. Princes should have a a great say they get a chair they get a speak right so it's like that higher the deed right there the more they the more say they get or the more sway they have so you, you kind of get that sense of how he feels towards that so what what exactly does mccarthy want when it comes to what the vote is what what votes coming up i mean do kings get to say what the looting system is do archdukes our princes get to more say on what the looting mechanic is. I'm just, I, I'm confused by like, you know, for simple things like a looting system, I understand for maybe major changes to the game. I don't know. I don't know. Is it like how much you paid for your asset? Is that what, is that what gets you the most say or is it attached to? Well, the apparently, 
that, that's yeah. one of the yeah, one that's of the ideas that he put out there. You know, sure. and, and so it I, makes a, it I makes a little bit of sense. You funded that. the game, right? You're funding. Yeah, but think Gala about started, all the other things that you're getting out of your purchase. That's the thing that you right. have to look at. So you when Gala like started, you've got, you've got they, a citadel, but you've also got a million people that are in your citadel every right. day, and that's right. That's activity. That's important. You, know, you are benefiting from it. You, yep. like, do you need to have also? That's where I get into directive and indirect. I don't know. That's where indirective and directive comes from. So these kings are, you know, they're directly impacted with their little economy they got going on in their citadel. And so they get most of the say rather than the indirect. Well, again, like the, it, he really just was throwing a joke out there, but I, I believe that a two, not a two party system, but a two house system, kind of like the, the Magna Carta concept where you're, you're giving rights to the, to the average player, and in this case, the average player being the average, um, the average exemplar holder, you, you're, you're giving, you're allowing them to determine as a group the impact that they're seeing on them, versus the landowners and maybe the group the node owners in there as well, depending on what the nodes do. I mean, maybe the nodes would be more sided with the exemplars. I don't know yet. So the prices are going to be kind of interesting to look at too. Do they? Do you wait? Do you wait the different exemplars? I don't think so. I think an exemplar is an exemplar in the case of a vote. That, that, and maybe to do it that way, to have the one side be the exemplars, every it, it's it's one exemplar, one vote. And and if you own multiple exemplars, you only get one vote. So, I like that idea. That that it doesn't create a situation where someone can spam the vote and well, maybe uh, and, the and, ownership and maybe would, of more assets. Is a heavy gives you a heavier vote. I believe that should be the way in the other house. In if you're talking about um, landowners, then yes, have that be structured that way. Weight the the higher valued properties more, so that the the land ownership is dictated by the by the greater investment. But then you also have to have that that one where it's a, it's a, a more parity in the vote. So when you bring those two together, depending on what the landowners have voted with their weighted structure versus what the, the quote unquote commoners have voted with their their one one exemplar one vote structure, you, you just merge the two of them together and see what kind of percentage you end up with there on that vote. That, that seems at this point to be the greatest democratic way to go about it because you are you are like acknowledging cost of things granted elves cost a lot more than humans and everything like that but that, that that's i think that's immaterial in, in yeah, the case of, of voting and the, and the whole the whole point of voting is to actually get the pulse of the community right and so so it's not just about do we want to let the people that have put the most money in it shape the game we want to hear what the whole game has to say and so if you if you just if you if you weight the entire thing based on cost or land ownership or whatever, you never hear from the little guy. And right. if you which just is majority say, of the players, right? And if you and if you weight it too much toward the little guy, these people that put so much into it are are just kind of left asking why they did. You know, there's there's a lot of um, disgruntled whales in the system that um, that they have actually done a lot for the economy just by being willing to put that money up up front. That's so, what, um, that's so why to, to, okay. to strike a balance 
and that I think striking a balance with two different houses, as much of a joke as it was at the outset, I think it actually has viability and and should be pursued. And then just tweak the numbers, you know, just like yes, we can we can work that out along the way. But but to have uh, to have that in play and something that's being actively like discussed, thought through, and developed even <laughs> so that uh, so that everybody does feel represented in the vote. How do you guys feel about that in chat? Like do you like that or? I mean, I guess it we... feels like the best of both worlds for sure. I mean, this there is no game without players. So for just like to somewhat ignore the other, however many thousand, by the time the votes come around, it seems like a huge mistake. Because to some degree, you know, the the heavy asset owners they want to vote a certain way. To I don't know, everybody has different interests in the game, what they what they plan on getting out of it, and what their interests are. But that's why I think the vote should pertain to the topic. Like you know, if it affects you directly. You get some more say. Well, that's there's a lot of arguments that go into that, though. I mean, yeah, there are any any facet of it. I mean, you can immediately how it how it'll trickle down through the entire economy and. Uh, it also depends on like to some degree. You know, what are we building? More zones, or are we doing the? Are we building the ocean game? You know, who gets the say in that? Right. Should that be everybody or the deed owners? And it's just very. I think like, it should be everybody effects? that I think it's everybody that has paid for something. You know, everyone that bought something that's permanent. Gotcha. I, I think that's the way to look at that. And, what about, um, what and, about and, like coming up with a kind of like a suggestion board in the towns that have a certain time limit on it? And when you put a suggestion in, you get a uh, small reward. So it encourages people to do suggestions. And then it goes to a vote board for the heavier votes, per se, land and deed owners, where they can more finalize the votes. Like, man, it's a cool idea, but it gets it, it gets it more complicated. Like how complicated do we want it to be? I, it could make it quicker as well. Cause you implement it like a small reward. So it encourages people in order to throw in a suggestion, right? Yeah. I, I mean, everybody loves it. And then eventually takes it, it eventually takes it to the seats, which what they're planning on, right? Yeah. Maybe the two tier vote system is what it's about with that i don't know i just think it'd be less spam on the bigger guys right that's you know I mean, we, it's, the, it's the best way opinions. to make sure that the the heavy asset owners and the average player like having their interests aligned like unless you take both opinions i mean there's no way to guarantee that without taking the the perspective of both sides of it i think that would be a really good approach actually I'm looking at like like you'll be able to see the outcomes of these votes, right? If you have a two house system, I'm, I'm looking now. I'm looking at um, at the House of Lords and House of Commons concept. You know, you you have you have the gentry on one side, and then you have uh, it, it's it's a representative democracy, obviously, because you don't have uh, there would be conceivably tons of players that don't get a vote, and yet there's still the the, the quote unquote common player with the exemplar is getting to say something just because they, they got a human. Or who knows, maybe even like the uh, the dragon familiars. Is that enough to, to get a vote? I would say, yeah, and why not? Um, but to be able to see the outcomes of the votes on both sides and then to know how that final vote resolved itself. If, if it went heavy in the favor of, like say, say it was like kind of a split decision for the exemplar owners, but then it was really heavy on the uh, on the side of the landowners. That would be something that everybody could like look to and say, okay, well, so this is 
the the landowners really liked this idea um and and then i don't know it, it would almost it could speak to your new strategy in the way that you go about playing the game once those changes are implemented sometimes obviously this is all going to depend on the votes it's going to depend on what they pitch to us as yep. far as yep. Um, feeling like it's we're worthy enough to have a say in it in the first place, um, but but I, I love the idea of everyone being able to see where their vote went, and 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 to also see that it wasn't just futile because that's the worst part about most of the voting system. It's like why bother voting? It doesn't matter, and and if you have a situation where you can like I honestly I was thinking about. Whether you whether it would be better to weight the votes like uh, again if it, if it's about if it's a vote about um, mining amounts and, and and harvest how much how much you are able to take out of a mine why would why would you not want to emphasize or or enhance the amount of weight that somebody had who was using a hollower or using um, one of the one of the dwarf exemplars that like specified. Um, uh, a mining influence. So, okay, do you weight that vote? I, 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 but then it came up the idea of giving them the opportunity to speak, and that sounds so much better. That that if if you wanna if you wanna have an opportunity for people to 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 have their say, then if it's something that's going the to one impact that directly, directly then, yeah, gets to speak. Yeah, then go go ahead and go ahead and give them the opportunity right. to say. So something. the dwarves get and, to speak. And then how do you pick that person? That's well, then you pick that too. person based but, on, I, I don't know, everybody owns a dwarf, right? I guess. I was going yeah, to say who, add which on. Which dwarf who, gets to say it? A citadel that owns a dwarf, but every citadel probably owns a dwarf. So I don't know. <laughs> I, it, that's, it's hard. That's hard to say. I don't know. Do you vote to be able to vote? Is there like a pre-vote for voting? If that makes that's sense. That's why I came out with the suggestion board. Yeah. Because then you could do the suggestion board for like the commoners per se, and then it goes to like you have to get a certain amount of votes in order to take it to the vote board, right. which will be the heavier votes, right? Well, it's like for how, the land and how the whole gala ecosystem does an ambassador. Who's the ambassador for the dwarves? Who's the ambassador for the elves? Who speaks for the jewelers, right? And then that person comes up and speaks for the jewelers or for the elves. That the could jewelers. actually be a vote of its own, that each exemplar could have some sort of vote within the Grand Forum to pick their ambassador for X amount of time. And there could be campaigns in within the Discord for that, you know, like... Uh, and, and, and again, there you probably restrict it. You, if you're the ambassador for the strong hands you can't be the ambassador for the the bright sun elf or whatever you right have to, you right have to pick one so you vote for your uh, everybody puts out like a little campaign and they're like vote for me because i can do this for you and then they are yeah, the and that, and that would be elf. that would just kind of be a fun activity yeah, right it that would be, be something fun. that, yeah, that really engage cool. the community and then all of a sudden we would have these 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 political figures um, oh my are, God! Are do we want to... Hey, Jay Hughes, make this as complicating dude, as possible, <laughs> dude. It's gonna happen anyways. This, this it can politics cannot be removed. Yeah, from this I, situation. I, Steve Fresh says bad idea. I don't know. Maybe that is a bad idea. We're opening ourselves up to just destroy ourselves. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't, maybe. I don't if, know. You had politics, have... then we get into racist. Listen, I say as dwarf, we should destroy all the elves. 
Oh, Seafresh, this isn't about electoral votes. This isn't, this isn't, that's not what I'm saying at all. Like, the vote should come down to yeah. the individual still. The, 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 as far as having an ambassador, that is just about a person that would be able to stand up and speak for. Yeah, they get the, they get the stage to be like, listen, this is how this is going to affect yeah. us as dwarves. Yeah, we, we, as, we as hollowers are going to be affected this way, and this is why we think you should vote this way. If you don't have, um, if you don't have someone that can represent the class, then then there's no reason to give that kind of stage time to somebody who's directly affected by the specific decision. Um, but um, we'll, we'll have that will entirely depend on what they decide to 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 show us as far as how they're developing this forum. So as of now, the, these all seem like neat little prototypes of an idea of the way that they could go forward. But they may already have. Sure. But things that they've set in stone and just haven't told end, us about. End yet. game, we have these talks. We put it for, I, I record this. I put it forward. I'll throw in suggestions. They can listen to it and they can, you know, kind of get a, you know, it's for us to get a consensus. It's for them to kind of get a consensus. You know, what kind of stuff do we want? I hope these stages, I, if I continue to do these stages like every month after they do their Brandis monthlies or whatever, and we can all talk and just discuss, you know, what we think of the game development here's some ideas we have they shoot ideas back and this is just a way for us to communicate i don't know but i think they should implement like quest boards that'd be pretty neat yeah and then like cool. shop owners and stuff when you need like resources you can throw it up on the board and then oh yeah the other billboards? people running in and out of your town yeah oh yeah to i really they, hope totally, they do that. yeah i i put that a long time ago i hope they do that kind of like a dex for the game right and you can just throw keep throwing it up and spam them with that shit. Yeah, dude. Play your own <laughs> quest, dude. I don't know. This I'm super intrigued by this game, man. You know, all the tokenomics for all the Gallic games. I hope everybody's on the same page that this is the tokenomics for this game is purely peer-to-peer -peer on sales and services. Is does everybody kind of agree on that? Hmm? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I've always thought that in my head. So you know, people talk about making money playing. You know, play and earn and stuff. Play and earn or play and earn. I don't know. But for Miranda, it's always thought. You know, even with RuneScape or WoW or whatever, it's just like, how cool would that be if the gold was a cryptocurrency, and then players own all the like the the inn and the weapon shop and I don't know the bank, which would be the vaults. And, you know, how's that shit all work? And, you know, here we are talking about grand forms up to now. I don't know. Well, I will say that um, I'm seeing Rusty Spork throw out no Galatax and stuff like that. Um, I I hate the idea of Gala. I think they should have it. I think no, they no, should well, get what, one. What, okay. I'm I'm just saying that like I hate the idea of them getting all their money from NFT sales because that's just going to um, create massive power creep. Um, so they need to have as steady an income from the the everyday transactions as as anyone else would as as any of the players would. There 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 has to be some sort of tax. Yeah. Um, be, well, because otherwise, why why would they bother making the game? If, well, if, if what we're we're not looking at something where they're doing this as a favor to the world, they, this is a game that they want to build, that they want to make money on, 
And and OpenSea royalties is not it, it, that's not compelling enough. It, it's it's not a guarantee, first of all, and it's not based on the popularity of the game either, because it could be so popular that people stop selling their stuff. You know, people are just holding it because it's so good. Um, but if if they don't have a regular harvest from the game that is that scales with the game, then it's not worth their time to make the game. So, so a, a, a tax yes. of some sort on transactions makes a whole lot of sense. Totally. And at the beginning of this, when Gala first started, man, they were making 100% of their income was based off the sale of these NFTs. And then with the sale of those NFTs, you know, once they developed the game, I remember Benny put out a screenshot a long time ago. I was talking, I think, I thought it was Miranda. It's like a cemetery owner, right? Where a res on the cemetery owner, it was like... 89% of it goes to the cemetery owner, 10% of it goes to the deed that it's on, and 1% of that transaction goes to Gala Games. And so they would be making their money on transactions. But the gold of the game is Gala. And so Gala has to hold some sort of value for them to be selling that Gala because that's how they're making their money is by collecting that Gala. So I'm always curious, you know, the greatest UK for Gala and I'm always wondering, what the hell is this gala for if all these other games are making all this other cryptos, whether it's Silk yeah. or whatever, it is, Town? What's gala used for? We were told in the beginning these were supposed to be used for the games. Michael McCarthy says this gala is the gold of Mirandas and Materium is the magic. So gala, I hope, and it's the best use case so far, it's the golden Mirandas. This is the gold, like your golden wow, right? You buy this money and then you buy the products off players with this money. And Materium is optional, but Materium doesn't fragment, right? It doesn't go into the eight decimal points. I believe Materium is going to be used to go into a bar, right? To use for crafting or for magic. I spend this much material, but that doesn't mean that you can't use Materium to be like, I'm going to pay my rent in Materium this month, right? But, you know, Materium is this price, but I don't expect bread to cost seven cents, right? Bread should be like a hundredth of a penny or a fiftieth of a penny or a fraction of a penny. And so that works out for Gala. So I'm just curious, like, well, I, well, I'm actually them. a little bit concerned about that because they said they don't want to use fractionalized tokens in order to like play the game, and and if Gala is worth, well, Gala fractionalizes. Gala fractionalizes. No, no, no. But but McCarthy said specifically that he hates the idea of a fractionalized currency within the game. No, no, no. Oh, period. for the game. Like, well, that like, depends. It depends on the think, price. Think about it. Think. Like, Think about it. If you, if you're, I have to pay one fiftieth of a gala in order to be able to do this transaction. Listen, I talk to McCarthy like when I say this. If gala is seventy cents ever again, nobody's buying bread. Nobody's buying bread. No, 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 no. It, it has to be. It has to be pegged in a certain way, and I'm sure it'll be pegged to the dollar. Everything will be pegged to the dollar in this game. I'm telling you, yeah. because gala will fractionalize up and down. Right? Gala's worth, I don't know. 1.6 cents, right? It could be next year, 50 cents. Who knows in the bull market, right? Everybody's going to tag bread to a dollar. And what's the dollar of, of gala, right? So it's like, all right, bread costs over here. It's 0.001 gala. I don't know. 
I'm just saying. I'm not saying that it can't work. I'm just saying from a standpoint of the elegance that he's trying to bring, I know he hates the idea yeah, I know of he paying does too. fractionalized gala amounts. So so we'll see what he does with that. I do want to address these. There, there's some comments over here that go back to the whole gala tax idea. Um, S. Reaper was saying uh, they'll get kickback on chain usage. Um, that doesn't. I don't think that works because Hyperledger, the, the man. money. What's that? The Hyperledger fabric, man. I know they're, they're, well, they're definitely go well. It, it's going to the, the, the hyperledger fabric spam is it, built in a only way that if you, you spam. Can, well, no, no, no. They, they they can assess a fee per transaction. It's up to it's up to the makers of the the chain that's built on it. So they can just stamp an X percent transaction fee on every transaction. I heard Bitbender telling us like it's free, man. Unless you're spamming the network, then it will cost you a gas. But the, well, one the, or and, two and transactions could, should be, like be free. Yeah, and, and it might work like that. There's a number of uh, there's a number of blockchains that are built that way. That the first X number of transactions you don't even see it, but then you run out of transactions, and if you want more, you have to buy. Yes, them, yes, that kind of thing. Yes. So that maybe maybe we'll see something like that. That's fine. But even if they are getting people to the point where they they have to pay something for the chain, that money goes to the running of the chain. That goes to the, the node notes. owners. That yep. goes to the people. That that, that goes to that program. Um, Seafresh, you said they'll have their own marketplace. Gala will not have their own marketplace. Yep. I don't think that they legally can. That is going to be a third-party thing. Yes, which so, is perfect. So that won't. So that'll be great for the person who sets up the marketplace, um, but they're not going to be getting the money from things transferring back and forth there. They can uh, charge skins, a fee though. Skin. Oh yeah, and I am sure they will. Yep. Um, but again, like that's the same as the two the two point five. No, no, I'm sorry. That's the same as the whatever to 10% that they're allowed to charge on OpenSea. But even there, those have now become optional. Within Gala Chain, they don't have that restriction per se. There, there's probably only going to be one marketplace for a long time and before like a competitor decides to go for it and see if they can make some money at the same time. So it's really going to depend on the deal that Gala makes with whoever builds out their marketplace. Um, Rusty Spork says about skins... That's viable. I mean, you could, they can definitely make money on skins, but then you also are at the whims of the people that are playing as to whether or not they want to buy skins. Oh, Some, well. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Like, I don't think any game has ever gone out there and said, we are going to be completely funded by our skin sales. Listen, they can go out they, there and they can they, be completely funded with blueprints. They can always be making things. Listen, we make the items for the game, but they can sell us the blueprints cool. forever. Yeah. Green shirt, red shirt, teal shirt, purple shirt, right? Yeah, yeah. So those those are great things that they, they could work. And so um, they, they maybe they don't need a tax, but they do need something that is going to be perpetual coming out of the game, something guaranteed coming out of the game. Um, something that and, and it has so it has to be compelling. And if it's just basic gameplay that they get to tax, that's super compelling because if you want yep. to play the game, that's a you whole new model. A little bit. That's a whole new yeah, model yeah. of for game developers. And I hope they do it that way because it gives us a way to earn with the things that we have and in the game, and it gives them a way to get their profits to continue building the game. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like the idea of demonizing Gala because they want to extract money from no, the game. No, they that's should. The they point. need to. Like they, they need. To. That's how we yeah, get exactly. these great exactly. developers. That's how we get a Jay Hughes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we we want them to be able to afford to make good games, and 
and they don't want to just like break even on this as a company. They yep. want to be making money. Yeah. But there has to be a balance. You know, we don't want we don't want to be feeding into a system where they're gouging the community in regards to NFT prices or whatever. But we also do want to be realistic about the fact that they have to make money in order for this to be worth their time. It's interesting. And, and so, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, this could. It's interesting because this this could never happen again. Maybe right. Like, when in the future are you going to see a company get developed off selling $1,000 NFTs, right? Is that, do you see that in the future anymore for a gaming company? I mean, um, as, as regulations start to unfold and I don't know, I just... Well, uh, regulations is one thing. I, I, it would it would take some massive successful web three. I mean, Gala would not be where Gala is without hundred thousand dollar NFTs, tens of thousand dollar NFTs. I don't think Gala would be where they are today without that. Yeah, that was that was bull run fanaticism. Yeah, they, um, perfect timing. But, but if we saw stuff. if we saw another bull run, we might see the fanatics come out of the woodwork again. So I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put it. Um, like out of the realm of possibility, but highly unlikely because we've already been stung once. You know, yep. like it, yep. everyone, everyone got Everybody to see knows. that go up and see <laughs> yeah, that yeah. come crashing down. Yeah, exactly. But we're also really good at forgetting. So, like, that's let's, true let's too. see. Listen, I'm done buying a. I'm only in Gala now for Mirandus. I'm done with all these other games and what's I don't know. There's some. Good well, I'm games sorry to hear that, man. There's some really great games. I know there's some I really good games, but I'm not buying like you know, three hundred to a thousand dollar NFTs to potentially earn from a game. I don't know. Like I'm not buying yeah, tanks. I'm not there. buying Champions Arena. I'm I'm all about this MMO. I think this game is going to consume. If you want to be successful in Miranda's, it's going to consume your time. And you ain't gonna have much time for to being good at other games, but you definitely have time to play, you know, a game of spider tanks here and there. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But town um, town star competitions are over for me, man. I <laughs> <laughs> that shit's hardcore, man. Those guys are hardcore. I I lost my hardcore edge months ago. I was uh, I was doing well. I I'm lucky if I'm top twenty five. And if you look at my collection, um, you. You'll see where I stopped buying stuff, like Dude, at least consistently. No uh, shit, I'm lucky to be in the top thousand. No, I mean I I had I've had great stuff since the beginning because I got in so early. So many of the good things that I got I got for free, which is just mind blowing to me because they ended up doing so much for me and my family. But, um, but even those things still carry me through a lot of competitions. But it's getting much harder because they're introducing new stuff but this isn't town star this is miranda so let's, let's, i'm sorry i, well, I don't want to do you think interoperability? go that way well do you think interoperability <laughs> will still work in miranda's like remember back in the day when the crane bot was going to be a spirit that harvests our crops is that still a thing i think that i think that mccarthy still wants to do that that was a huge like he was a big proponent of that that wasn't that wasn't just a gala thing like he he himself spoke directly to that right um he wants to is see it forgotten bot. he because a long time ago, a long time ago, ends meant it's time to shut off the game. It's time to sleep. I don't know if you remember that <laughs> podcast. That, that was an AMA he had where it was like, you know, talking about the ends. So everything kind of changes. So I'm just curious if he forgot about the crane bot. The only reason I picked up a crane bot was for that purpose. But it worked out when Towncoin was live. 
Yeah, it sure did. Those those were good for a really long time. I love the um, inoperability because it kind of it puts you into the next game for you know selling the next game, right? I, I only see it for gala titles. Like I don't see yeah, it for the totally. uh, the third party developers unless they unless they really want to jump on board because there is the advantage of like you you can you can kind of create some some fire for your game by saying, "Hey, that thing that you have over there is going to do something here." Um, at this point, the the player base is so low for all of these games. Even it even is. Champions Arena being um, what they they got over a hundred thousand downloads. The the daily active user count probably isn't as high as we would want yeah. it to be. That's an advertising um, and, problem and too. Then, well, well, regardless they're of not why, ready. they're it, not it's, ready. It's just what it it's what is. And so, anytime a new game comes out, the the new game borrows from the old games. We're not seeing. Um, we're not uh, fresh ideas to the we're not, we're not to the point where we're seeing new blood coming into the ecosystem in a way that would sustain all the games. It, oh, it's I, I, I'm not I'm not doubting that it's going to get there. It's just still it's too adoption. early to see it. Well, it's the advertising Absolutely. issue, right? You got to get. I mean, I see music. They pulled in a lot of people into Gala Music, so I can see them trying to sway music into Gala Games and then see the games, but. I don't know. There's a point where they got to have full development and a bunch of games and they're kind of finished before they kind of spend money on that advertisement because right now it's just, there's nothing's completely finished, right? You see them trying to still work out Townstar. They're doing updates, getting Spider Tanks ready. Champions Arena, they're pumping that pretty hard. They got a lot of downloads, but I don't know. I focus on Miranda's bro. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's good. The other thing about that is that you're going to be waiting a bit longer. And I'm absolutely um, I'm, cool I'm, with that because it should take a lot yeah, longer yeah. to have a game. From what we've seen, oh no, the I'm last not saying that. Test... I'm, like, I'm talking about being busy now. Like, I, there's there's a lot of things that I'm I'm in that I'm thankful that I'm in. I'm looking at things really starting to heat up. Um, Echoes of Empire. I'm really really stoked. About. Oh yeah, they just had their playtest. A, a lot of fun. Yeah, there's a lot they of did, and that too. and and they were supposed to they were supposed to have an October third beta launch. That got pushed back because of. I'm pretty sure it's because of all the order of things that Gala wants to work on integration with the the blockchain. They yep. Gala, I, I I know that they're finishing the tweaks with Champions Arena. I know that they have some news for Townstar. I don't know exactly what that news is going to be, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's related to some sort of blockchain activity. Um, you've got Legacy that just started. Um, making new announcements so and then that partnership with peter molyneux matters so um i think that they're probably going to push legacy pretty hard um eternal paradox is in there um rep is in there you know so they, they have their their blockchain team is like pretty busy and i don't know how many guys they actually have doing that like, i don't either they, they, i don't either so so like that they they need to get those things right though they can't blow they it on the blockchain side so so whatever it takes for them to get those things um, fine-tuned they, they're gonna have to do that and and so they're gonna take as much time as they need to which will push each of these titles a little bit further out but they're in the queue now like they're they're ready and so there's we're gonna be seeing things being released one after the other all based on um at the the speed at which they can actually get things through quality assurance and and make sure that they're not going to run into 
sweeping yeah, problems. I, I've seen people worried about the jumping too. Like, look at this shiny thing over here. Now look at this shiny thing over here. Just jumping the people. So they just keep jumping games and moving around. And everybody's like, but ah, if each game is picking anymore. up new users, if 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 yeah, if you find your corner. New games you bring new users. There are going to be new users that didn't realize about these old games, and they'll gravitate. You know, so yeah. that that will start happening. You know, you, that's that's the advantage of the ecosystem. That's the advantage of the platform concept. People are introduced to something that they might not have otherwise seen, and so it kind of bleeds together. So, so if if you can get something like legacy bringing people in that would much rather play a first person shooter who knows we might start seeing people play grit <laughs> like it, it could be anything all right hey so your personal opinion on miranda's what's the what's the life of the game you think i think that's up to them that is up to them honestly i think i think as long as they're passionate about it and i have seen, like i have not been disappointed anytime i watch one of those fireside chats they're excited about the game. You did the play test. Like you if, did the play test, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you like it? Was it good? Yeah, I had a blast. Oh, uh, my kids had a blast. That was like it was good for the whole family. We yeah. we really enjoy it. Um, and that's and that's one of those things that um, for as long as they're excited about it, I think they're going to find a way for us to be excited about it. You know, so um, some of it's going to depend on their sense of longevity. Some of it is going to. Um, some of it's going to come down to just whether or not it works. You know, uh, I'm, I'm really hopeful that we don't see any kind of weird compliance issues come up. Um, yeah, amen. But, and so, so aside from aside from that, it is for as long as they're having fun doing it, I think we're going to have fun doing it. Yeah, so, I have so it could it. have. A, yeah. Uh, you know, a thing yeah, that didn't get talked up in the forum before they mentioned the forum, and if you guys want to go back and listen to the, uh, the for the. Uh, God, the Grand Forum, the AMA. It's it's at the about hour nine, hour ten mark, and you listen to it from there. And before that, he was talking about the weapons and the sinks and repairing and talking about what mm -hmm. we thought about it, and we should talk about that. What do you think about on the weapons, like with sinks and because you know you see these, as people keep producing things, man. Uh, they just kind of flood the market, right? So, should we be burning them items at some point? Like, I always like the tiered system. Like, for example, Sword 1 would be need for Sword 2, right? To create Sword 2. But, you yeah. know, McCarthy doesn't like destroying in the weapons. He likes repairs. So, at some point, do you get flooded with a market of these items? Or where you can maybe destroy them and get some of your... The, the raw materials back for destroying it. I didn't know what your thoughts were. Or if you even had any thoughts about some of the sinks on the weapons or the sinks. The, the one thought that really pops into my mind is that it would be a really good idea to have this be a forum topic. You know, yeah, what, yeah. what a better, what a better idea. Well, this led what, into what, the what, forum What a great topic. reason to do that. Yeah. And yeah. It sort of did. So for, for him to be able to say, okay, we've got, got the idea of this, particular sink now the the tuning of that would be left up to them i think you know it's like yep. they would take the time to see what they think the numbers should be um and, and then say okay what do you think about this and then obviously it's going to benefit some and it might be make it harder for others and so to have a vote there to see what the what the entire community thinks about that and again you know like 
how what's the best way to to read the pulse of the entire community? Um, I, I'd really like to see what they come up with for that. And I'd really love to hear them agree with me as far as the two house system, but but I don't have to be right. Uh, I just want to see them have a have a good idea, you know, and then yeah. to and then I and said then to go it. forward with it. And then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it, like I really try hard, and I know that uh, my I have my own opinions. I'm definitely biased in regards to things. I don't know if you can hear my toddler crying. That was explosive suddenly, but. Um, <laughs> I, I I understand that I do have a bias, but ultimately I really want this game to be fun for everyone because that's the way it's going to work. And so I'm totally willing to take a back seat in order to be able to see th something happen that I don't necessarily agree with, but it just works. Yeah, just feel it out. And so yep. so I, I, I'm, I'm all about throwing the ideas out there. Take a look at this. Show me, tell me why it wouldn't work. Like, like I, I really love that. What do you see that's wrong with what I just said? Not do you like it? Like, tell me if there's an uh, there's a flaw I see. Because if you don't see a flaw, then I am curious as to why you don't like it after that. But at least at least take a look at it, see and, and see what you think based on its merit. Um, but again, if even if it's a, a perfect idea and if. if if it doesn't thrill everybody, then and it doesn't have to happen, and I'm okay with that. Well, it's all through trial and error, man. And that's all we can do, man, is experiment with it, see if it works, see if it sticks, and everybody likes it. Do we not like it? Do you have the guts to take it out if it was a team's idea? And, yeah, I don't know. I think the forum's great. Uh, I liked in the very beginning when we started talking to Sinister, you know, his experiment or his experience with uh, RuneScape and uh, how that panned out for RuneScape because that game's existed for 20 years, man. And they yeah, have, they've had that forum and just to see the experience and having a forum like that and that forum working for 20 years, is, you know, there might be something there to look at. But I think we'll, I think we should end it here. We've been going for what hour and 40 minutes. I don't know if oh, anybody's yeah. got any final thoughts. Anybody want to come from the stage? Share some some thoughts or some opinions. I mean, this is what's this is what it's about. Reaper says my grandkids. Just a shout out to S Reaper. Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ahead, <laughs> my grandkid cried when he died carrying the reward from the wisp to the building to building the sword. It was great. Amen, brother. All right. Yeah, the, the game is really engaging. I hope they keep it that way. Totally. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, maybe the next, I don't know, Miranda's monthly we have, we'll see what they talk about. Maybe we'll throw another stage. I hope more of you guys come up here. You know, I want to hear your opinions. Throw them out there and, you know, throw them in the chat. It's all about talking, discussion. What do you like about the game? What do you not like about the game? What do you like what's going on? What's not going on? And, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me up here, man. It was it was great to yeah, dude. These anytime. Ideas. You know, I like to have everybody's opinions. It's it's great to just. I just love talking about this game. That's all it is. I like drinking beer and talking Mirandas. And I've already. Down, I'm on my f number four now, <laughs> so I'm getting, I'm getting a little loosey here, bro. All right. <laughs> that sounds like a really good time for us to do something else. Then. Let, let's go. <laughs> all right. I'll all end right, it man, here, man. Again. Thanks, everybody. Peace out.